all your bounties upon our beloved Muhammad وسلم, upon the axis of creation, upon the, the mountain of light and the ocean of mercy, O Allah, the source of all good in creation. Please, and forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, and please bless his family, his wives, his descendants, his parents, his and all the prophets and messengers, beloved Jesus and Maryam and beloved Moses and Miriam and beloved Abraham and Sarah and beloved Sarah, beloved Hagar, beloved Ishmael and all the people of Hajj. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And, and please bless the Hajjis in this time. Alhamdulillah, who are gathering now coming from afar trusting and trusting their, their families and their businesses to, um, to you, Allah, and, and setting out on this great life journey and this and fulfillment of, of what you have asked as, as one of the pillars of the great five pillars of, the, of Islam. So, um, how, how fortunate we are to be alive in this time, which is a very demanding time. And um, how fortunate we are to be alive, to have lived through the Ramadan and be alive in this month of, of Hajj and to be on the, the verge of the threshold of um, Arafat and, and Eid in this Hajj. And so, you know, we, we, we perceive that, that life is a hajj, that um, we, we, we were uh, drawn into this creation and, and formed in this creation. And this creation is a journey. Our life is a perpetual journey. You might really existence is, but in this, world in this life we we have also what seems like the trials and, and tribulations of the journey and inshallah in in the next part of the journey um we will simply be in in this uh bliss of, of nearness of conscious nearness to allah and and total immersion in allah um we are never separate from allah that is true but uh, our life here does consist of uh, the tests and the trials and it, every soul is tested. And in a sense, I think it was Safar Fendi who said, everything is a test. And we could see that every moment as a test. How are we going to respond to every, every moment in our life? But, you know, we don't have to perceive it. That's almost like an ascetic way of, of perceiving life. I think um, from, from Musaf Fendi, it's just this plunge in Allah and this accepting of Allah and this trusting in Allah, knowing that all good uh, is coming continuously from Allah, not just that we're going to be re rewarded, but that even in this moment, um, if it, even if it is difficult, uh, there is goodness. And of course, the goodness we can say is Allah, that we are alive, that we are existing 
in Allah at that moment. That's the ultimate goodness. And so whether it feels good or bad is almost, you know, that's the inflection on, on the basic goodness. So, um, so we know that the Hajj is a, a universal and that all the prophets have had their Hajj um, and, and their exile. And, and then in a sense, uh, a return, or at least if not to their uh, original city, but um, a return to a state of peace. Um, you know, if you take Job, it's not that he traveled, but he traveled through tremendous suffering of illness. And then the return, what we might say, the return to, to, to the home, to the, the Dada Salam was this, then the return to, to health and well-being, and even his family was restored to him. And uh, this is in the life of all prophets, all mothers, all people, all of us. And it's commemorated or in a sense essentialized in this ritual of Hajj and, and where we actually get in the, the tracks and traces of, of, of Muhammad, peace be upon him, of Abraham, as Sarah, Hagar, and Ishmael, peace be upon them. And um, so I would like to say that the, it has, the prophet has said, peace be upon him, that the essence of Hajj is Arafat. So this is very interesting. So Hajj is not, you know, just the seeking, the suffering, the bearing. It's also the finding and the, the union and the knowledge. So we know that Arafat was the place where uh, beloved Adam and Eve met each other after coming to earth or somehow appearing on earth or descending into this realm, uh, they were lost to each other and they sought each other. Um, so again, the seeking, and then they found each other at Arafat. And as we know, Arafat is also uh, the name for, um, for knowledge, for, for coming to know. Arif and Arif is one who is given knowledge. And so they, they knew each other again. So I, one could say if Hajj is Arafat, as, as our beloved prophet has said, or Arafat is Hajj, um, then knowledge is the, uh, the goal. And, uh, but it is not a knowledge that is abstract or as, as we think of knowledge to be, but is the deep knowing, a deep recognition. So when, when our soul, when our heart recognizes the beloved, recognizes the goodness, recognizes the divine presence right here, right now in the midst of the trial, this is Arafat, this is this ascension you might say, to, um, to have that perspective of, of seeing the truth. It's really, in a sense, we could call it union um, with truth. So knowledge is really what we're seeking. But it's, as I said, we have to keep reminding ourselves it's different. It's not like knowledge that we can get in a book. We have to 
the only book that's going to give us is our own book, the book of ourself, of our life. Not even the Quran can give us this, no matter how many times we would read the Quran. This is not the knowledge that comes from there. And often the, the real knowledge and the real reward comes after uh, intense trial. And after we feel like we have no way, we don't know, after we lose that sense of personal guidance for ourselves and we're bewildered, it's exactly like being in the desert, like beloved mother um, Hajar experienced when, when she was left by, um, by Abraham, salam, she was left with provision, she and Ishmael, and then they run out of provisions, just like we run out of our own personal knowledge and our own personal guidance. And, and we all have a kind of reservoir of endurance or reservoir of, you know, knowing what to do or practicality. It's when that reservoir <laughs> runs dry, when that sack of water runs dry, then we are completely in the desert dependent on our beloved. And that's when the true opening comes, the fat, the, you know, and with the fat then comes the victory, comes the union, that's Arafat, that's, that's the, the meeting. The, um, so I, I wanted to, and again, every ceremony, every ritual is also um, like like the Hajj, it's so profound. I mean, we went on the Hajj in 1980, uh, Sheikh Noor uh, with Effendi and and the Babas and some of the Babas and with um, Haider and and the community of 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 America at that time. And um, you know what we conceive of as a maybe an abstract thing is really in the moment and you do endure and you do suffer and you do come to bewilderment. At some point, Shaitan Hur, I remember, um, out of his divine bewilderment and also probably wanting just to be alone with Allah, slept on top of the bus. He, he wanted completely to be alone <laughs> with the alone. So Alhamdulillah. So I'll read uh, uh, Alhamdulillah. So let's let's have our, our little moment of our, our pause in the in the hutfa and um, make salawat and prayer. Amen. Amen. So um, as I, I like to do, I did open some um, sacred texts and I opened um, stations of the Sufi path with which we're familiar um, because um, we studied it. So uh, the, the makams, the fields, we studied it as, as the fields and we got to a certain place in that. I think we, not too far along, but we, uh, sufficient. And um, this is from the mystic and, and also, he was like a mystic scholar on Sadi. So very interesting, I opened to field 37. 
And what is it? It's humbleness. And so humbleness is definitely uh, part of the Hajj and that being humble, that being actually one could almost say crushed, <laughs> pulverized sometimes. So from apprehension, the field of humbleness arises. This is a fear that humbles one's mind with reverence, refines one char one's character and temper, and disciplines one's limbs. So this is, this is almost like a description, I would say, of what one, you know, of a, a state of hunch, because we are humbled and we become reverent uh, in, the, in the presence of Allah, in the majesty of Allah. And that refines one's character. And that's a very interesting reflection too that isn't available normally to modern times. Uh, you know, we, how to refine one's, one's nature, one's character. So uh, humbleness and reverence and disciplines one's limbs. Uh, that's, I'm not sure what, in a way, I mean, it sounds like we understand it, but to discipline one's limbs would probably mean to make them conscious. To, that's when our body also takes on consciousness that we're not just moving around, flailing around in our life or in even just our every day and, and doing things heedlessly, which is, you know, a state that we can fall into and that we don't normally take account of. Uh, but on the path, heedlessness becomes something to take account of because we want to be uh, conscious we, uh, of, of where we are, who we're with at all times, what we're doing, what our intention is um, in our day, in our life, in our moments toward others. And um, we want to become light so that we walk lightly on the earth. Our body actually becomes lighter. So I think this is something that what he's pointing to when he's saying discipline one's limbs. And of course, then that the body is then used for worship. So we think immediately of, of the salat. We think of the tongue. We don't think of the tongue usually as a limb, but it is. It, every cell you could say is a limb of our body. And so the tongue is what speaks beautifully or not. Um, and it is what also is used to praise Allah in, in, in verbally and the tongue. So uh, that's also one of our limbs we could call our eyes. So all of our faculties in that sense are branches of, of our being, branches of our nature. And so then Ansari takes a, a passage of Quran, which is very beautiful. Has the time not arrived? As Allah Most High says, so this is what I'm sorry. As Allah Most High says, has the time not arrived for the faithful that their hearts in all humility 
should engage in the remembrance of Allah. Alhamdulillah. So exactly, that's it. So it, it's that this humbleness is really guiding one to uh, remember Allah and to be in remembrance of Allah and to praise Allah and to thank Allah. Has the time not arrived for the faithful that their hearts in all humility should engage in the remembrance of Allah? Alhamdulillah. How beautiful. How, how beautiful. And I'll read one more. I opened uh, two passages. So, so humbleness. Uh, humbleness is a refuge, is a, is a saving state. And if we don't know, uh, again, from that state of flailing around, whether it be in upsetness and anger and distress and fear, you know, to repair, to bring ourselves to be humble and, and to place ourselves under the wing of Allah, the merciful wing of Allah, the merciful wing of the messenger of Allah. And Allah has told the prophet in the Quran, he said, lower your wing to the believers, to the faithful ones, lower your wing to the faithful ones. How amazing. And also we've been told to lower our wing to our, our parents. And, um, and by extension, we lower our wing of mercy to whoever is weak and in need. So in this um, beautiful collection of hadiths by um, Sheikh Norbash, we open, just opened to, today, just before Juma, very fresh, the heart of the believer is the sanctuary of God. And nothing but God is allowed access thereto. The heart of the believer, and these are, this is from the lips of Rasulullah, from the beloved Muhammad, peace be upon him. The heart of the believer is the sanctuary of God and nothing but God is allowed access thereto. Alhamdulillah. Um, so let me see. It is haram. Yeah, it's interesting. The 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 kalbi. The, so the heart of the of the faithful is the haram, the sanctuary. So haram has many meanings, but its real meaning, its original meaning, is that it's the sanctuary it belongs to Allah. It's what is close to Allah. So alhamdulillah. So this is our hajj. To, to that sanctuary. And, and may we pray for the pilgrims and, and pray that, that all the pilgrims uh, arrive at this beautiful station of nearness, at the station of knowing and meeting and union and arrive in the, um, the protected haram of the heart. Amin, amin, amin. Alhamdulillah, Thank you so much. May we taste that that great bliss of the sanctuary of the heart, O oh Allah. And make us people of heart and, and make our, our Hajj 
uh, of life's successful, victorious, and, and may, may it be the Hajj together in the companionship, in the fragrance of Rasulullah sallallahu and uh, honoring the Hajj of all the mothers and prophets and honoring the Hajj of all humanity and recognizing that all humanity is on Hajj, that uh, we are all moving here and there, as in the Alayhi, here and there, uh, everyone goes, but the, the goal is the same and the 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 Lord is the same, the same beloved for everyone, oh Allah. So, and may we realize that we do have wings of compassion, Allah, that you have bestowed upon us wings, which are heavenly um, instruments and, and heavenly faculties that, that we can lower into the life and, and bring into the life of, of this world and, um, and, and feel both this connection to you, this presence with you, and also this uh, immense bond to, to every living being and have our wings extend and, and, and spread um, in, in this world, O oh Allah, and, and have that compassion and have that humbleness of, of the faithful ones. And as you have said, that, um, that Islam opens the breast and makes us humble. And, um, and when we are humble, we are with you, we are in remembrance of you, O oh Allah, for uh, what is low is uh, truly in, in your gaze and in your guidance. And may we always be guided in the most beautiful way and remember always to ask for your guidance and bless all those suffering at this time and bless all the, the, the people who are in, in different kinds of tumult, O oh Allah, and protect us from tumult. But if when we are in it, if we are in it, if we encounter it, oh Allah, may, may you be our protector and our companion and our guide through it. And, and please grant greatness, great rewards, great outcome, uh, great success, the Fazl Azim to all those um, who are on this Hajj, oh Allah, on this Hajj of life, on these roads of Hajj, um, reaching the, the goal of the heart, the sanctuary, the Kaaba uh, of the heart, where, where you abide where where your kingdom is where where you reign where you are where you all is you amen amen and all is love and, and loving kindness oh allah please forgive us and protect us and guide us amen bless our community amen to the secret hearts of our peers of fatia allahumma Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa sabi wa salam Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbin alimin ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Maliki yawmidin Iyaka nabudu wa iyaka nasta'in Ihdina sarata mustaqim Sarat al-Adina anamta alayhim 
And as I was reciting or the fatia, it occurred to me the fatia is one of the ways we lower our wings. The fatia is a great wing of protection. And we've been, you know, all, all the, of course, faithful ones, all the people of of um, of Quran have been given the fatia. And, and in our tariqat, we've been given the fatia also uh, very much through our peer, uh, Pir Nuruddin Jarahi, who granted us the, the, the Fatiha. Uh, and we know that in the weird. And so um, we, that's a tremendous uh, blessing that we can share and, and offer. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. MashaAllah, thank you Allah. You realize the gift of the of the path of what we call the Sharia, really, and it's the gift to be able to come together once a week and really open our hearts, give our hearts to Allah together communally. What a blessing! Thank you so much. And um, yes, I think let's. Uh, it's a good contemplation that we can have every week. I like, inshallah, to give something to contemplate and meditate on. And as we know, in our divine name retreat, we have Yahadi, the, the guide, the one who guides us in the most beautiful way, and the one who guides us toward is, to what is beneficial for us. And, and of course, for each one, it's a, a slight, slight different, slight shades of light that are different and according to our nature, but essentially it is to the beloved, uh, oh, oh guide, guide us to you, oh Allah, never let us leave you, guide us uh, from you, to you, uh, with you, through you, uh, guide us into your inmost being and continue guiding us and uh, may, may we be of those who, who whirl uh, with you and around you and through you all along, just as those uh, hajis encircle the Kaaba and, and whirl around the Kaaba. And how, how amazing. We, and on our uh, Umrah, years later, with circle guides, we had one um, beautiful being from Hawaii. She whirled, literally whirled around the Kaaba, <laughs> she took that opportunity. So um, how special. So may we realize that everyone is on Hajj, everything is on Hajj, all creation is a Hajj as we know. The planets, the, the cells, the atoms, the creatures, the, the people, everyone is on a Hajj and it makes us actually feel different about also other, other people if we feel, yes, they're on their Hajj, they're on their Hajj, Alhamdulillah. Everything, as we were saying, I mean, the whole world is in, in commotion, uh, almost like Zilzal, one of the last, um, one of, among the last surahs of Quran, Zilzal, where the earth is, starts to um, quake and, and, and spew forth uh, all that is in her, all that she has taken and, and received uh, and humbly uh, accepted, whether it be what we think of as good or whether it be bad, if we think of all the, that 
but she has accepted then the day of, of Zilzal, the day of the great earthquakes and openings out and revealing of what is inside. And uh, people will say, what, what is wrong with her? What is happening to her? So in a way, we have a little taste of that now. What is happening? What is the earth doing? What's happening? What's happening? And we think we know, we say climate change, climate change, but it's not, yes, that's an effect. The real thing is the hearts. Allah is calling us through all of this. This is the crux of everything. And when our hearts become humble and when our hearts open to, to the true Islam, the true peace of Allah, the presence of Allah, when our hearts turn to ask forgiveness, when our hearts turn to gratitude, uh, and when our hearts turn to kindness toward each other and, and thoughtfulness and, and guidance, and when our, our souls ask and plead for guidance and, and plead for love and uh, presence of Allah, then um, we will see a very different earth we will see a very different earth. It, it's good to, of course, correct things that we're doing wrong on the outer level. That's always important. The two really go together. Just like we, before prayer, we, 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 we strive to we make ablution, although that's even more of an inner ablution with the names of Allah. But, um, or if we've done wrong, we ask for repair, we ask forgiveness from someone. And, but it's these actions, it's the actions of the, of the spirit, of the soul, of the heart that will repair the earth. Otherwise, it'll keep on going. We can do all the climate change repairs and have wind energy and solar energy and stop the oil wells and everything. It won't change. It's not that. It's the heart. This is what Allah is asking from us right now. So alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Good. And then what we do will have good effect. Then, you know, then we'll make one step and Allah will run to us. Then we will stop using toxins that would be good and pesticides and all of that and, and foolish things. And, uh, and then it will have a big effect. Then earth will be very different. She can repair herself. Allah will repair her if we are um, really who we should be who we are by nature and by essence. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah.